Possibilities, a podcast for those who are ready to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive, and resilient entrepreneurial leaders. Every episode features successful business thought leaders who share their wisdom about insightful topics that help you amplify how you do business and serve yourself and others. Get comfortable and have fun as you listen to your host, Terry Wilderman, have lively conversation with her guest. Here's Terry. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wildman. You know, opportunity comes knocking, and oftentimes we miss the boat because either we're scared, we think it's too much money. Frankly, we may not have all the facts for us to be able to jump into an opportunity. Now, there's a big difference between being a business owner and an entrepreneur. Business owners tend to sit in the box okay and they put their head out the door every once in a while and if it's not comfortable to them that the head pops back in entrepreneurs on the other hand their whole self is out there they know that boundaries are critical and that they are important however they look at every opportunity that comes by and they really tune in using their intuition leadership skills communications all the things that we've talked about on this show to be able to discern if the opportunity is really something that feels good. And if their intuition is screaming, hopefully they have just the right open-ended questions to be able to ask. Well, today I have a guest that is all about opportunity and helping us discern which are the good opportunities, which are the opportunities we may stay away from. I would like to introduce you to Sherry DeMeo. And oh my gosh, this woman is a rock star. What she does is absolutely amazing. So a little bit about Sherry. Sherry, Sherry, I've always Sheree. called you Sherry. Sherry, Sherry. Okay. <laughs> You've never ever corrected me. I just, I'm, well, I'm because just, you've said it right before. <laughs> okay. Sherry is a CEO strategy maestro of Bisque Growth Inc., an award-winning firm specializing in next level, next idea solutions for entrepreneurs and thought leaders. A nationally acclaimed author, a speaker, an impassioned researcher. She is currently conducting a groundbreaking study linking a company's stock value to corporate culture. That's really cool. She has been featured in Huffington Post Thrive Global as a woman of the C-suite and was inducted into the Evolutionary Business Council, a global consortium of thought leaders in 2019. Her most recent book, Dream Wide Awake, Shifting from Daydreaming to Dream Doing, was released internationally on Valentine's Day. What a great day. It was a great uh, day. 2020. Stop falling in love with yourself, basically. <laughs> and she was selected for the National Association of Women in Construction Leadership Book Club. And she's currently writing her fourth book, The Prosperity Quotient. And yes, you I guys do. know, my audience knows that I am all about prosperity. That's and why we fall in love with each other the minute that's we... Right. <laughs> And today's discussion is about being open to 
opportunity in the midst of uncertainty because let's face it sherry it is uncertain times it really and, is and, and, and you know at, at a lot of us are scared level. to take a chance on anything right right it it is a very it, well it, it's uncertain and it and because it's an uncertain time and no one in in our history has seen a time where it didn't matter who you were you were impacted by it yes. and so think about that for a minute think about that really? for a minute yeah. It, every, this is the first time in history, I don't know if we can think of any time in centuries or even thousands of years where the entire globe was impacted. Really? And, and so when you think about something like yeah. that, when you think about something that truly was a global impact, you know, circling this globe, no one was untouched by this. That makes a lot of people scared. I mean, or, yeah. or, or, or they don't even know why they feel the way they do, uh, except, it, it, you know, you, you hear people saying, well, we're all in this together, or, you know, you've heard some people say we're in different boats, but we're in it together, whatever you want to say. Uh, but that, mm -hmm. that's not really yes. making people more comfortable no, because you not. always, because you always want you always want to believe there's some someone that isn't impacted by this that maybe you could learn from or, yes, or maybe you absolutely. could gain something from. And when it feels like everyone is impacted, it can make you want to crawl into a hole. I think, you know, you see a lot of people that are just kind of sitting back and 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 waiting and waiting yes, and, and waiting, waiting, waiting and waiting and waiting. And, <laughs> and what I see with that happening is I do see people who are allowing outside uh, sources control their lives instead of they so. controlling their own lives. And you know, one, not, one of the things, oh, I so agree with that. You know, um, I, I, I don't, I'm not against not following guidelines and that kind of stuff. That's right. not where I'm going. Where I'm going is follow the guidelines, but you still are in control of your own life and what it is that you do and yes. how you think and what you do. And, and how you behave. There's still so many choices that everyone has the ability to make. Every, everyone has the ability to make so many choices, even, even amidst the stay at, you know, for stay at home, all of that, um, working from home, everything else. It doesn't mean you still can't think big. It doesn't mean you still can't make step towards where you're thinking big. Yeah. There are still, I mean, if anything, I think people realize that, you know, we weren't totally out of touch with each other. We were just out of touch with each other. Yes. And, and there's a really big, big difference there. And, and, Can you and say that again, Shree, because I yes. think that's really important. Yes, that we weren't really out of touch with each other. We were just out of touch with each other. And, and, and there was, a, there is, there still is a huge opportunity to what I say, instead of zooming out, zoom in. <laughs> well, considering the whole world is living on Zoom these days, you know. <laughs> well, and, and we, had the, we had people that were literally getting Zoom fatigue. Uh, that well, I know I did. I, you know, I, I started asking people to start, hey, you see this that gizmo here? Let's start talking on the phone, please, because right. it just was getting to be too much. Right. And, and, and I think, um, you know, just you know, sitting, I think part of the reason we love the whole aspect of intuition is, it, is, is it's really having some trust in yourself yeah. and having some trust in um, 
what you're seeing and what you're not seeing um, and taking some moments to just be aware. Uh, some of the, in every single disruptive time, down economic time, amazing innovation has happened. Yes. Uh, brilliance has happened, especially in the entrepreneurial world, because, and sometimes they were forced. I, I, I have to give this example because this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about Please being do. open to opportunities because, uh, you know, amidst uncertainty. So during the Great Recession, there's a company by the name of um, Joyce Foods who does the poulet chickens and the, the grass-fed beef for very fine restaurants. Well, we all know during the Great Recession, those restaurants, uh, you know, nobody was going to restaurants and, you know, everybody was cutting back. And so what, what the trend that happened was that they were... Um, um, laying off their sous chefs who do all the appetizers and and sometimes they do you know some of the pastries and things and um, and so uh, the chef at Joyce Foods uh, they always were trying to find ways to help and support restaurants and they realized that they were throwing perfectly good scrap away and so because basically you sit you go in a restaurant and you order a filet or you order a you know a breast of chicken and the person sitting right next to you it's the exact same size you know because you don't want to like well how why'd they get more than me so as a result they're trimmed to be a certain size and so so they were literally kicking themselves afterwards because they they realized they were throwing this scrap away beautiful beautiful pieces of meat they were throwing away and so when this whole situation happened with sous chefs being um, laid off, they created all these fabulous appetizers out of the scraps of chicken and beef that were prepackaged and supplied to the restaurants. Wow. And it, it ended up being like more than 15% of their business and they ended up growing instead of declining. declining. But it took being forced to be, and, and you know, one of the, one of the best lessons I learned coming right out of art school is when you have limitations is when you can be the most creative. Absolutely. When you have limitations, you can be the most creative. When you have everything at your disposal, you can kind of take some stuff for granted. And you get overwhelmed. And get overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and so it, it just, you know, again, there's, there's probably opportunity right under people's noses, literally right within what they have mm -hmm. been doing all along. And just with a little tweak and a little tuck and a little this and a little that they, they open up a whole new market or a whole new offering. Mm -hmm. it, it just, it's just, there's so much more opportunity than people are, are giving themselves the ability to see. So you're so the ability to see that piece yeah. right there is so important because yes. what you choose to see is either a wonderful thing mm -hmm. or a negative thing. It's your choice. For me, staying home has been an amazing thing because it's forced me to stop traveling. Mm -hmm. I can't get to, you know, I was, I was traveling every four to six weeks down to Florida to take care of my parents who are 97 and 94. Mm. So constantly, go, and I was really starting to burn out badly. Well, and when I, I came back, what has happened is we have been able to get people to stay with them. We have been able to make all kinds of arrangements. My health is restored. It's, oh it's amazing where I'm going, what's happening with my business. So the, for me, this stay at home, which I've been working from home for the last two years anyway, but still stopping the, tr the intense travel 
has given and me the intense expectations of yourself. Yes. Oh, you, that that's huge. That's and the huge intense huge. expectation of my parents on me. Uh, of course, it's all you know? all around. It's all around. Yeah. And and while while yeah. you were sharing that, what made what it made me think of is what my granny P taught me. She taught me three amazing promises to live by, and one of them was don't feel guilty about making life easier for yourself. Mm -hmm. And and, oh, and, love and, it. and and that that is a perfect. But sometimes you sometimes it takes something to make you realize, you know, maybe somebody else can help me do this. Maybe yeah. sometimes you have to be forced into making that happen. Uh, and, 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 you know, what, and it's probably the best thing that could have happened to us. Because, oh, look, absolutely. Oh my that question. So that I, oh, I love that. And you can just see the radiance in your face. So well, it was fascinating because, you know, I was, I couldn't go down. I couldn't go down. Then I ended up getting um, sick, not with COVID, something else. And it was like, oh, I don't think I, I really should get down there. Right. And we were like, what are we going to do? We got to find somebody. I'm like, Lord, okay, I'm just going to put it out there. Law of attraction, the law of attraction, prosperity junkie here. Mm -hmm. And the woman who used to be there and cook for them, who ended up getting another job working for other elders because it was a full-time position, mm -hmm. that person passed away at the very moment. Not, not the person who was helping her, the person she was working for passed right. away. Right. She was open and was able to come Isn't now and amazing? is working full time for my parents. I mean, oh. it was like, thank you, God. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? You know, I mean, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It really, it really, really yeah, it is. Really is. Like, so it, those are opportunities. Yes. You know, where businesses could, and that was a business arrangement that we made. So these are business opportunities that one of the things I think we forget is we are so tuned into controlling everything in our lives right. that when we surrender, and that's the word I'm going to use, when you surrender and just say, okay, I'm open, I'm ready. And you focus on the possibilities right. instead of, oh, this is never going to happen. That's not going to happen. You know where I'm going, no, that totally. kind of stuff. I, I you know, totally agree. You I, push yeah. it away. You push well, it away. I, I totally agree with that. And I think the other thing I'm constantly trying to tell entrepreneurs and help them understand, and that gets at the me, myself, and ink and honoring the three aspects of who you are. And, and I love that. Me, myself, and, and, and ink. And, and you see, and the thing about that is, you know, we were talking, um, you know, earlier about external versus internal influences. And that's why the whole me, myself, and ink was my, my epiphany when I was pregnant 22 years ago with my now 21 year old, because, uh, you know, work life balance was it was about externally everything impacting you yes. and I thought well wait a minute especially with as an entrepreneur and then working with entrepreneurs you can't separate work and life and why are you pitting work against life because isn't it work a part of your life I mean come on that's just crazy and so once I kind of pushed back on the whole balance thing I go well, okay what what now <laughs> what now well, yeah and 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 that's when I mean it literally was like this light bulb over my head you know it's just like the me myself and ink and the three aspects of you and honoring the three aspects of you and and then you're nice. looking from the inside out and 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 the other aspect of that is you know this is another promise of my grandmother's be open to all possible resources and support there you go and and 
too often we compartmentalize who, where our resources and our options come from. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, I've lost count of somebody that I knew really strictly on a personal level who had the most amazing resource for my business. And I had no clue that they would even know somebody like that, but I just, you know, shared. I just shared what I was trying to accomplish in regular yeah. conversation. So I'm constantly telling everybody, don't think, okay, they're, they're somebody, they're a coworker or they're a colleague. So I can only share business stuff and they're, you know, they're a friend or they're a family member. So I can only share personal stuff. Big mistake, huge mistake, because you never know who's going to know or, or, or be connected with someone or have a connection with something that could be that big, huge, wow, it's just made it so much faster to come to reality. And, uh, and you know, what you're saying is so important because I, I'm going to take it out of personal and, and take it into the networking piece. Absolutely. Um, when we network, we'll go into a location, which God only knows when that's going to happen again. But, <laughs> you know, we, we talk with people or we see people and immediate, you know, immediately we're like, oh, well, they're not a fit for me or they're not a fit for me right. or they're not a fit for me. And we avoid the conversation. Mm -hmm. So what happens is... What you don't know is who they know. So true. Who they know. Yes. You know, for every single person who crosses our path, they may know 5, 10, 15, 20 people who will work for you. Now, I will share with you. I will, on LinkedIn, I am constantly getting people oh, right, trying to right. sell me stuff, sell me right. stuff, sell me and stuff. We all are. Exactly. You know, and we all are. Yeah. And I have said no not even accepted folks because immediately I can feel all they're after is sell me, sell me, right. sell me. Right. However, there have been times when I have, have, have flipped it around and have said, okay, well, this is what I do. I'm not really interested in your product or service, but do you know someone in those kind of situations that doesn't really, I, I don't get that it works because they're so focused on, they're so focused on, Selling me, selling me, selling me without finding the solution. Right. Not even asking me, finding what my pain is. Exactly. Nothing. Well, one of the things that, that I have tried to encourage, I do, and I, I, I make it a practice with all my clients, entrepreneurial clients in that networking space, is you're not going to meet everyone initially that is the perfect connection. However, yeah. just like you said, uh, I believe you should be the host and the hostess with the mostess, even if you are not. And so find enough about them so you can hand that person off to somebody else, introduce them to somebody else. And they're always so, wow, you took the time to do that. And sometimes you may not know anybody. So you're like, well, you know, that's really great. Let's see if somebody over here, this, you know, might, and you're literally trying to be a gracious, you know, handoff versus, you know, okay, looking around to try to find somebody else and obviously not yeah. interested in that, that person's going to remember that, right? And mm -hmm. so that, and, and again, you never know when a year or two down the road, that person who remembered that you didn't know him from Adam, you took a moment to find something out about him, and then you immediately handed them off to somebody else. And then all of a sudden, they're working for like your ideal customer. Yeah. <laughs> You just never know. And you don't and know. And that's the bit, that's the whole thing about opportunity. Opportunity can be sitting right smack in front of you. But if you have the blinders on and you step into judgment, right, without having all the facts, you shoot yourself in the foot. Totally. Totally. I, I, I like to say that opportunity doesn't knock when you're ready, it knocks when you're open. 
Yes. And, uh, oh, I like that. Very nice. Yes, it not because uh, you know because you could literally have something right, right, right there, perfect solution. And for whatever reason, you're negating it. Uh, it could be. I mean, I see it all the time with you know entrepreneurial clients. There, I had a situation with a, a client where I was interviewing all of their different employees and team members and finding out what um you know what would be exciting for them how they could see themselves growing in the company mm -hmm. and there was one in particular person that really saw themselves leading that company someday and um nice. and and that wasn't even remotely on the owner's radar but it was fabulous to learn and i don't know if he he would have ever learned that if we hadn't gone through that process um, because there needed to be an openness about communication that changed of course after that the, you know just the the more open communication and opportunities and everything but that's where the big ahas you know i you never know also where the great um resource of of brilliance will come from too and so i like to give this is not my story but it was handed to me and i've asked if i could use this example because it's such a powerful example of the value of anyone and everyone and, and, and their perspective and how it can change things. And uh, this is about a rocket scientist, group of engineers trying to get, in the 1970s, trying to get a big, huge, you know, ton, tons and tons and tons of rocket ship off the ground. And they had calculated with all of their calculations that they needed to get rid of 1,500 pounds. Now think about that, 1,500 pounds isn't much. Yeah. We're talking about a rocket ship. But they didn't want to take the risk of endangering the crew because they knew they, you know, they knew the body weights and everything else. They had to get 1,500 pounds out of that rocket ship somehow, some way. And, and so out of just exasperation, this rocket scientist literally goes out, wringing his hands in the parking lot. And in the parking lot is a, uh, a man who is repainting the lines. He's the line painter on the parking lot. And he notices the guy just kind of talking up to the sky, frustrated, say, hey, what's going on? They start talking and, and the line painter just looks up kind of in the sky towards where uh, that rocket ship might be. And he says, I wonder what a layer of paint would weigh. And that was the answer. Just stripping a wow. layer. Of paint. And, and, and so I always ask the question, I wonder, so what's your layer of paint in your car? That is a fantastic, fantastic story. And the guy walked out to universe provided, bam. Yeah. And that's my point though. You that's know, being open and not, and like you said, open. not shutting yourself off. You know, one question that I ask myself a lot when, when, when it comes to opportunities, you know, the parable of the persons uh, in a boat in the middle of the ocean and uh, a, a boat comes by and he says, oh no, you know, I'm waiting for God to save me. And then the oh, next yes. boat comes by, I'm waiting for God to save me. The third boat comes by, I'm waiting for God to save me. And he finally gets to the pearly gates and, and he says to God, why, you know, why, why <laughs> I said you three boats, what's up with you? So what I do is, and you know, I muscle test and, and do that kind of stuff. When I have an opportunity in front of me, I ask, is this my life preserver? Mm -hmm. Is this oh, a boat that you're sending yeah. me? Mm -hmm. Is this a boat that you're sending me? Is this a life preserver? I actually ask that question intuitively when I and meditate or I, I muscle test it. And if it is, I look at it much deeper. If it's not, 
then I step away from it. But everything is an, is an opportunity. Everything is an opportunity. And, and I really think that everything has to be viewed as an opportunity. Uh, it, it, even amidst everything that's going on right now, there are opportunities around every corner. Yes, sir. Uh, you have to be open. You have to be willing. Yes. Yeah, so it's not just about being open. It's also about being willing mm -hmm. uh, you have to be being willing to let go of expectations from the past in order to embrace the opportunities of the future. Absolutely. Because, because uh, whenever something really disruptive happens and I, I mean, I love working one of, one of my favorite, you know, the next level, next idea is what I'm talking about is disruption. I love disruption. Entrepreneurs love disruption, yes, but do. sometimes entrepreneurs need to be disrupted in order to disrupt. And, yes. and, and yes. so uh, because they get comfortable or they, 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 they get, they get a little bit, uh, they've lost some of their entrepreneurial edge is, is what it boils down to. And, and, and so this is a huge opportunity to, to, to re-engage that aspect of, of, you know, how can, how can I disrupt amidst this disruption um, and, and, and mm -hmm. come out on the other side, even um, stronger. And more powerful. Love it, uh, love it, love it. It's always anything like this is a wake up call. It, always it is. It really is. And the thing with opportunities is, and you know, th there's an example that I love using. Mm -hmm. Your business, in order for it to be have a solid foundation, let's imagine that your business is a table mm -hmm. and you have to have four legs. Mm -hmm. Those four legs is what holds the table up. And what ends up happening is with times like these, unexpected stuff can knock one of the legs out mm -hmm. and these unexpected things what happens to the table it topples mm -hmm. so it's important to have a bunch of legs under right. that table right. so if one of them breaks one of them falls away whatever it is there's still income coming in there's still clients right. coming in there are still um different ways of, of you know there's money coming in from different avenues and, well, and that's you, such an important point because what you know a lot of people are thinking that that pivoting is about getting online and everything else and that's definitely something that every business has to take seriously and figure out and make a part of their overall business model no matter what kind of business they're in you know mm -hmm. you can't ignore uh the online aspect of our commerce anymore uh however there's also just good old school diversification. <laughs> good yeah. old school diversification, both in offerings as well as in customer base. Yes. And, and, and the, so there's other pivoting going on with the big aha, like slap in the face reality that we had too many eggs in one basket in one industry or too many eggs in one basket um, in, in a type of you know, customer. Mm -hmm. And, and then all of a sudden they're like, ah, you know, what, you know, what just happened here? Uh, those who were open to, you know, repackaging, redelivering, reassessing, um, and, and, and having the agility to shift, it's, it's not as difficult as some may think, especially for entrepreneurial enterprises to, to mm -hmm. shift and serve another market. Again, if they're open and if they're willing. That's right. Well, look at the amount of uh, liquor companies that switch that sort of create a hand sanitizer. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it, it, it's not that hard, No. Uh, but you just have to be able to, I mean, I don't like to use the phrase think out of the box, it's over right, the years, right. but the fact is that's what it is. Right. You're, you're, you're getting out of the business owner stays in the box the entrepreneur is out of the box well and 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 what's and it always comes down to the, those kind of examples you're 
are perfect examples because they, okay, they looked at what, what was our core competency? What do we have readily available? We don't even have to invest in anything. We just have to change what we put into this core competency. And all of a sudden they're rocking and rolling again. You know, restaurants that created these meal, meal packages to pick up, not just, you know, worrying about DoorDash and all these other ways to get food to people or curbside delivery. They actually created family meals that you could pick up and come back and, you know, they, they, sure. they started thinking, okay, what are some other mm -hmm. things we can do besides what we have normally done? Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, a client of mine who uh, is, is a specialist in uh, fertility, uh, and, and is an acupuncturist. And she was like really concerned because of course everyone was canceling their appointments and, but she was so comfortable online. I said, a telemed, you know, you can still do, you yeah. can do pressure, pressure points. Right. You have a whole line of products. They can still, your, your special herb, herbal, you know, Chinese herb mixes. You can, mm. so they won't panic until they can get back to you. And right. her business has exploded. And, and it's because she was willing to keep them calm while she stayed calm and, and, and flexed, okay, how else can I help and serve um, and shift? And, and she has just done an incredibly beautiful job. Nice. Proud of her. How cool is that? How yeah. cool is that? Well, Sherry, you and I both love being connected in, yes. in, in yes. all different ways, you know, yeah. and being connected with other people, other businesses, with the opportunities, is it's a real big deal. It is. And one of the things that we're both a part of is a brand new platform, brand new platform, folks. A disruptive that is, platform, it, it's by a the disruptive, way. it's a very disruptive platform yeah. and it's called Be Connected, B-E-E-K-O-N-N-E-C-T-E-D. Yes. Now I joined because I'm adding another leg to my table. Exactly. I am adding another leg to my table and I am meeting really, really cool people. It, it is incredible. And I mean, you and I are early adopters and entrepreneurs in general are early adopters. Right, right. And I think also what's exciting about Be Connected and why it's so disruptive is it's taken the whole concept of connecting to a whole nother level using, you know, artificial intelligence, using um, this whole profiling, like a dating software, but putting it into the business world. And, and then also looking at what are all the missing legs yes. of an entrepreneurial enterprise that causes right. them to falter, you mm -hmm. know, and some of it is they don't know what they don't know. Another of it is how can they do more with, without having to spend as much, you know, so saving money. And, and so it's just such a, a, a a brilliant way of bringing and connecting people at multiple levels. Yes, and it is. It, it really is. It's, it's, it, it's yeah. really helping entrepreneurs. Like I don't think any platform is, it, it is in my opinion. And the thing with be connected is it, it works on the artificial intelligence that it uses is the dating algorithms from dating software, I should say, it's not a dating software, <laughs> but they use the algorithms from dating software and combine it with algorithms from other platforms that are all about networking and meeting other people. So you've got these two very powerful types of algorithms coming together mm -hmm. and marrying in a place where it becomes a business to business, a, a real nice business to business piece. And there's a, a wonderful app within Be Connected called the Connection Generator that you and I both know about that. What it does is it takes the information from your profile and it connects you with five to six other people who match 
the person that you're looking for and you right. get to network, you get to rate them, the spam goes down. Oh my gosh, it is just it, it absolutely is, out of this world. It is such a brilliant. I, I, the other thing I really love about the whole connection generator and how it's working, and we both are beta testing it, which is really cool, isn't it? It is. Being able to be the beta testers and um, is that it's encouraging a relationship being built. So, yes. so the minute, and what's so funny is we beta tested it and then got connected with each other. We that, did. That was and, really uh, and, that's, and that's what got you here. I'm yeah. not sure. Right. So right. that's what, this is how powerful that this is. It's B-E-E-K-O-N-N-E-C-T-E-D mm -hmm. dot com. And so uh, check it out, folks. I think you're really, it really going to like it. So Shree, it's time to bring things back to center and say, ask you, how can folks get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me by going to bizgrowthinc.com or sheridemao.com, S-H-E-R-R-E-D-E-M-A-O.com. Nice. And, uh, and then I'm all over social media as well. So You are all over social media. <laughs> you really are. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate um, all the insight and the wisdom that you shared today. Can you give us one parting word or phrase that you would like to leave the Awaken the Possibilities audience with? Well, this is one of my favorite acronyms. I've turned the word, the, the, the can do, C-A-N-D-O, can do into uh, an acronym. Mm -hmm. and, and it really ties into being open to opportunities. And part of being open to opportunities is um, keeping moving forward. And so can do stands for conscientious action nurtures desired outcomes. Nice. So very, very nice. Take a step, no matter what it is, and you'll step forward that much further. So very nice. And again, this wraps this episode of Awaken the Possibilities. And you know that you can listen to the show on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash intuitive leadership. Just look for the playlist. You can also find us at awakenthepossibilities.com and on acast.com where you can go and see all of the different radio platforms, uh, podcast platforms that we are on. We've got iTunes, we've got Spotify, we have iHeartRadio, you name it, we're all over the place. So we look forward to having you listen to this amazing episode with Sheree DeMeo and seeing you next time on the Awaken the Possibilities podcast. To your success. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Visit our website at awakenthepossibilities.com to subscribe to listen and rate our podcast on your favorite platform, such as YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Cashbox, and more. For events, business, mindset, and leadership coaching services and courses, visit our website at intuitiveleadership.com. We look forward to sharing more insightful episodes and wish you much success in your business and life.